everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Split Cafe. Um, of course, I'm your host, Chris. It looks like we're going to be a little uh, short on our co-host, Matt, today. He may be joining us a little bit later, but he had a prior engagement with his client at 610. So he will be coming in a little bit late. Uh, but today we have John, who is a lieutenant commander in the United States Navy with 29 years of service and 10 different deployments. John, how about you introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and why you're here today. Well, thank you very much, Chris and uh, Matt in the future when he shows up. Um, uh, really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's quite an honor to get onto a vehicle like this to, to talk about uh, some of the issues that are going on and uh, what what me and uh, a couple other folks are really trying to do about it. So um, yeah, uh, like Chris said, like, like Chris said, uh, I'm active duty right now. I'm not speaking for the Navy. I'm just speaking uh, as, as a citizen. Um, I've done 29 years. I've got exactly uh, one year left to go until I retire. And uh, I, uh, we had an idea a couple years or about a year ago. Um, uh, and it was to um, figure out what we were going to do when we retire um, because we've seen so many people uh, retire after a, a long um, time in the military, serving a uh, an amazing purpose, uh, and then just kind of have these dreams of drifting off to Idaho somewhere or Washington and disappearing out into the woods and not being told what to do ever again. And one of the things we kept seeing was uh, people lost that brotherhood, that bond, that uh, connection with other folks, and uh, they slipped into some pretty dark places. And uh, and a lot of them, a lot of them killed themselves. So, uh, what we're trying to do first and foremost is a little bit of self-preservation, uh, and then uh, also, yeah, and then also uh, we're trying to trying to help our brothers and sisters as best we can. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the short of it, Chris. Yeah, no, I I, I applaud you for that. I I know many many military people um, that have struggled once leaving the military. Uh, my brother was lucky enough to, um, he, he retired as a, I believe a captain, and he was able to get a job straight out of the military, and he's always saying that this is one of the hardest things that military people face when converting into the real world. Now, is that something that is, is just very common? I mean, tell us a little bit about that. What, what happens? Is there a transition period? Do they give you guys some sort of prep to enter the real world? Um, the, a, a lot of the communities in the military, and, and I apologize if I'm insulting anybody's intelligence, but a lot of the communities are kind of self-managing. You know, you have subs, you have surface, you have, uh, you know, Marine Corps, um, you know, obviously Army and, and, and Air Force. Um, each one of them do things a slight bit different, um, but that's as to be expected because they have different type of personnel in each, each group. Um, but uh, Overall, there is a transition program that's in place, and uh, it does a good job of getting you started. Um, but that's that's not necessarily where we saw a lot of the pain and the anguish. It's, it's a year later, you know, um, when when uh, the dust settles and you're sitting there all alone and you're wondering. <laughs> the reality sets in. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that beautiful idea of no longer being told what to do, um, you know, uh, is also no longer having anybody to talk to uh, that understands you, that gets you. And uh, 
so that's where we're kind of like trying to focus on. Uh, we're trying to build teams and, and, and little tribes of people that, uh, you know, you can, you can relate to that have a commonality with you that you can reach out to. And that, that's, uh, sort of the, the, the beginnings of this whole thing. Yeah, no. So this, it's, it's kind of a, uh, like a support group for people that are exiting the military and, and somewhat, for lack of better words, lost, don't know where they're going, how to even take that next step. Um, is that kind of what you guys are going to start doing? It's, it, it, in, a, in, a, in a nutshell, yeah, I think so, right? Like it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's more personal than process-wise. Like the big Navy, the big military, the DOD has processes in place. And uh, we all know when an organization gets so big, one hand doesn't know what the other hand is talking about. It's taking a little of the personal, personal aspect out of it. And uh, that's, that's what we want to do. We want to really concentrate first and foremost on uh, uh, combat veterans that have um, – some adjustment problems coming back. Uh, I've gone through it myself. That was kind of the um, the idea behind it. Is uh, we're we're going to be a 100% disabled veterans combat organization. That everybody in it, you know, the founders and and the board members, um, they've been there. They've been to the place of suicide, the dark areas. They've learned how to survive, and uh, and then. Furthermore, they've learned how to thrive, and that's what we're trying to trying to give back. We're not therapy. We're not doing anything like that. It's it's just, hey, come on out. Let's get back to nature. Let's unplug a little bit. Let's let's build some friendships and some connections, and let's uh, uh, let's share a little bit. Uh, uh, one of the one of the principles that we're founded on um, is a <laughs> it's an ancient Norwegian uh, proverb that says. Pain shared is pain divided, and joy shared is joy multiplied. And uh, and uh, I can't tell you from personal experience just how true that is. So, yeah, no, I, I can I can understand. Well, I mean, I can't say I can understand because I've never really been in that type of position, but I can I can at least grasp the gist of it, and and I, I can I can assume how tough or or how 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 much of a battle that can be. Um, so I, I want to touch a little. You, and- just real quick, Chris, just on that, yeah, I just want to say like that battle is 10 times harder when you're fighting it alone. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I think that's with any mental health issue, you, you're, you're battling it alone in your darkest days. And that's when you need people the most. So for what you guys are doing is, is just, I mean, that's massive for a community that is, is, you know, not saturated. It's vaguely untouched. I mean, I don't hear many groups such as yourself doing things like this for veterans that are in their dark days. And there are, there are some, some beautiful organizations out there, um, you know, but uh, when you're looking at, you know, 21 veteran suicides a day, um, that's a, there's, wow. there's a lot of, there's a lot of room for other people to get in the fight and try to help each other out and just, just care a little bit more. I mean, I think you can boil it all down. There doesn't, doesn't have to be a Willy Wonka golden ticket. It's pretty much, there's no large amount of scientific research that needs to go into it. You just got to care more and, and, and do and put that into action. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. It sounds like the market needs to be saturated for something like this. Now, what, tell me a little bit more about what, what, do you, what you guys are doing to, to hit the ground running and, and, 
in not enlist because I know that's kind of a military term, but but get people to join your group and, and be a part of your support group. How are you going about doing that? So one of the things that we really wanted to do, right? We we two years out from our retirement, we sat down and, and figured this out. Myself and the co-founder uh, uh, Tim Faraci, uh, who is active and and also getting ready to retire, we sat down and we were like, okay, if we could do the greatest thing, no, not worrying about money, not worrying about anything just like complete brainstorm session if we could do the greatest thing in the world what would it be and it and it, it was very easy it came to us in like five seconds was like hey we'd we'd help people that are in those dark places that we've been before and try to shine a little light on them so um you know it was super easy to decide but uh it's been such a beautiful journey up and up up to this point and and, and it just keeps going every day like meeting you and Matt and, and uh, getting an opportunity to talk a little bit about it on here. But uh, honestly, we just, I, I sat down underneath a uh, um, uh, giant Australian fig tree here in San Diego at Balboa Park with a, with an art pad one day and just kind of like sketched out what I, what I dreamed it would, it would be, you know, what I dreamed an organization would be that, you know, first and foremost concentrates on, on uh, veteran suicide. Um, then, uh, there's a couple other branches to it that we'll develop later on, uh, but uh, we're really trying to follow that old Warren Buffett idea of, uh, you know, make a list of 25 things that are going to get you to your goal and, uh, you know, circle the top five and run from all the others, like just completely avoid them. So we're trying to stay focused on, uh, you know, on the the first branch, which is Warrior Connect and, uh just really honing in on that. And we've spent the last year doing multiple dry runs in the areas that we want to do these things and meeting people and, and uh, uh, creating the architecture. And, and one of the beautiful things is Chris is we're kind of building this plane as we go. Right. Like, so it's fun. We get trial and error. It's, it, that's the best way trial and error. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you kind of ask like, is there a website or something that people can, uh, can uh, reach out to us and, uh, you know, strangely enough, not yet, right? Like I, this is one of the founding principles that we really talked about was if we were going to offer something to these veterans in, in, in this period of their life, it needed to be solid. If we were going to ask people to contribute money to this amazing cause, we wanted to have like all our ducks in a row, all our T's crossed and our I's dotted before we ever took one dollar from anybody. So we've been funding this thing all on our own. We've been flying around America. There are these five different areas that we have found and discovered it would be the best places uh, to do these uh, immersion retreats. And, uh, you know, we've been paying for it all ourselves. And it's just because we think that's the right thing to do before we ask anybody for money is to make sure that our foundation is solid and our principles are solid and our integrity is unquestionable. Uh, absolutely. I think that's a, you know, hard way of going about doing it, having to fund it yourself. But uh, I think it's a solid, a solid way of going about doing it. You know, it shows people that you know what you're doing. You're not just a fly by night, and it's easier to get the funding that you need to to continue on. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, I, I heard you say something about uh, Warrior Connect. Can you go okay. a little bit of into that and, and what that entails? Absolutely. So, so the kind of the way that we've structured this thing is that there's an overarching uh, nonprofit called Connect, like people connecting with each other that, that is so important in today. And I think, 
ironically, we learned a lot of those lessons during COVID when people sat alone by themselves and, <laughs> you know, it may, it may have gave blossom somewhere in the back of my mind to this idea of calling it connect. Um, but uh, Warrior Connect is the, the veteran suicide uh, branch of this tree, if you could think of it that way. Um, and then we have How Homeless, How Veterans Homeless. Um, you know, I, I kind of stopped using the word why a while ago because I never thought you got a right answer and you spent a lot of time wasting it when you could just accept the fact that it's there and then just get after it and do something. You know, so sorry, sorry, Simon. Uh, why doesn't matter to me? Because uh, I don't think there's ever going to be an answer for it. But uh, I just accept the situation as it is, and and then we go after it, right? Like that was the sad part about it. You know, just uh, a few months before we created this thing, uh, we had a really, really good friend that uh, um, that killed himself, and uh, it just spawned a lot of these ideas. Um, I mean, we've had a bunch of associates and a bunch of friends that have that have killed themselves over the years but this one was this one was close it was close to home it was you know like I talked to him on a Wednesday and we were supposed to go watch a Michigan football game on Saturday because we're both from Michigan and uh and then on Thursday I found out he shot himself in the heart um and that was that was unexpected you know um some of them some of them can be uh, a lot of them you can't do anything about, yeah, yeah, they say the quietest along. ones are the ones you need to to worry about the most. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's that's what started a little bit deeper uh, reflection into this and and where we had come from and how we had made it through those times that others didn't. And and not that we have it all figured out. I think everybody's on their own journey. Chris, you're on a journey. I'm on a journey. Matt's on a journey trying to get to uh, the computer. Um, so <laughs> yeah. everybody's on their own journey. And I've always thought that, um, you know, we're all at different places. We all might be in different paths uh, on our journey, but we're all going to the same place. And uh, what I, what I have experienced, I, I might, you might need someday and man, bad on me if I didn't share it with, you, you know, if something that really worked for me, and I didn't at least offer it to you as a, a tool that you could put in your tool bag. And if you ever came across that ground, well, now you got a now you got a walking stick to get up on that next rock, maybe. Uh, I I couldn't agree more with you on that, and that's exactly why Matt and I decided decided to create this because I went through some mental health struggles in my life, and I bottled it up and, and until it imploded and just ruined every relationship I had: my marriage, friendships, family members. Um, yep. and creating this is my way of giving back similar to what you're doing. It's trying yep. to help someone normalizing it and, and, and alleviating the stigma of it all. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell, I'll tell you what, Chris, you brought up some super amazing points there that I'd like to touch on if I may, uh, from my experience, um, we started these wars out 20 years ago and we didn't have a whole lot of combat veterans. And, uh, there was a book, uh, by Grossman called on combat, which really, a psychological he was uh, a psychologist that was attached to uh, uh, special forces army special forces for 20 30 years embedded with them uh, when they were doing combat and nobody else was and uh, he he did a lot of research and we actually use that as our bible for preparing people for combat because it talks about the the 
physiological effects on your body. It talks about the psychological effects on your mind. It, it goes deep, deep into the history of warfare all the way back to, uh, you know, the Spartans and, uh, and the Persians. And, um, you know, to tell you the truth, that, that, that talks about the idea of pain shared is pain divided and joy shared is joy multiplies. He, he brings that up in that book. And, um, you know, we didn't know what we were doing at the beginning of, of this, you know, especially in the Navy, especially, you know, uh, my, my, my community is, uh, is, uh, concentrated in the water, uh, as, uh, as mine countermeasures and, uh, things like that. But, uh, when there's a battle on land, you figure out a way to get into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it learned a lot through that and, and, and you see, you see that, that, uh, that camaraderie and that brotherhood diffuse an awful lot of these things. And as, as time goes by 20 years later, like a lot of those lessons get, get, uh, passed up on and they, and then they, you know, they don't get translated to the next generation. And, um, or into multiple generations. And so taking some of those lessons learned, some of the experience and, and, and trying to create a vehicle where we can reach out and, and, and help people. Um, that's, that's really what Warrior Connect is all about. Um, we've, like I said earlier, we've picked five places, uh, Montana. We just got back from doing a uh, Connect Summit in Montana where we did a complete walkthrough of the first event that we'll do. Um, and, nice. uh, it's uh it's it's based out of close to glacier national park in montana right outside of uh great falls uh we have a friend uh absolutely he's the modern image of john wayne and true grit like <laughs> this guy has had more stuff happen to him on that transition you know his wife left him you know it, all his he, his dreams of what he was going to do when he retired all shriveled up and faded away he got cancer um he's got, a, he's got a whole bunch of like lung problems and stuff like that i mean every sledgehammer that life has smashed him in the face all at the same time and, anything uh, that can happen will happen yeah and he got it all wow. man he's got his dose and everybody else's and it's uh but it's for a reason right like i, I always tell people like i ain't broke i just don't know what i'm made for yet right like yeah. there's something out there that that, that i'm I'm, I'm here for, and everybody else is here for the same thing. If they have the patience to treat life like a practice in a game and play with it. And, um, I'll tell you what, this guy, man, like I, uh, sat down with him one night and, and we started talking and, and he opened up about all the stuff that happened to him. And, and, uh, and I remember through the tears, I remember thinking to myself at the time, I was like, I got to take people and rub them all over this dude. Like they've got to have a personal contact with him. He's got a he's story. He's going to change their lives. Yeah, man. Like he's got a story that can't be captured on a podcast like this. He's got a story that can't be captured in a book. Like you've actually got to get some osmosis going and rub people against him and just see that he, he's gone through it all. And, and he runs the number one quality Buffalo ranch in Montana. Uh, he doesn't, it's not the biggest, but. The quality of uh, product that he produces is is top rated. Yeah, he's he's absolutely amazing man, and he runs the whole ranch by himself. Nobody else. That is phenomenal. <laughs> and Jeez. he is tough. He's tough with a heart the size of a friggin' 
elephant, you know, and uh, I just, and that, that kind of spawned it. Like that should be the first event. Like we should take people out and, and he's so gracious and so giving and so loving as a human being. He's like, my, whatever you want for my ranch, let's do it. I just want to help people. I want to help guys so they don't kill themselves and gals. And, and, uh, and it just makes you cry a little bit thinking about like this guy that's gone through all this. And the thing that keeps him holding on is, is the opportunity to help other people. Like yeah, how absolutely. That. Absolutely. That That's phenomenal. Yeah. And, and so you know, you're talking about camaraderie and, and that, you know, you're in the military, you have this camaraderie and you're, you're always around people. You're always talking to people, bumping heads, bouncing ideas off each other. Now, do you think the lack of camaraderie once someone leaves the military or is disengaged from the military, is that part of their, you know, downslide into a depression or something of that nature? I absolutely do, Chris. I absolutely do. I think it's one of the key pieces of it. There come there can be a lot of other things that transpire, like, you know, um the guy I was just talking about had some serious other stuff going on. Uh but uh you 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 compound like uprooting yourself, you know, for some of these guys, it's been twenty, thirty years of having this amazing sense of purpose of like, hey, I'm protecting my country. Less than point zero zero one percent people have ever had that honor, right? And uh it means a lot to them or they wouldn't stick around that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something um, to hold on to, something bigger than than themselves. That's right. That's absolutely right. And uh and then it's all taken away, right? And, like it's just magically removed out from underneath you. And uh Yeah, like a rug just ripped from under you. Yeah. And then you're on the other side. And uh you know, uh there's a lot of great organizations out there trying to stem that gap and stuff like that, but um and I wanted to, to do it for for the folks that that I relate to, the people that have gone and to combat and have seen some things and experienced some things. And there's a thousands of different, you know, traumas and and uh, you know hardships in life. And not one I don't think is much worse than the other. It's just the point when you start stacking them all on top of each other, things get when rough. they start stacking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I could imagine. I always and, think of some. I always think of some of those uh, vehicles that, uh, you know, right around like the clampets with stacks upon stacks upon stacks of stuff <laughs> on top of it. It's like, man, that, that, that's something that's fixing to happen sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, that's only a matter of time, right? Yeah. And and so if, if I heard you correctly, you said that you've had a couple of these events. Do you have any um, like video or pictures or or stuff that you can share with some of our listeners of these events that you've done, maybe oh, ex-military yeah. people looking for something that you're running. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, that's, <laughs> you know, the, just to kind of bring it back for a second. Like we have three branches to our connect and, uh, and, uh, I'm a big visual person. Um, uh, I do better with pictures and, and, and things like that than I ever do writing, sitting down, writing a novel about stuff. Oh, I'm the same way, man. <laughs> I, I got to hear it and see it for it to stick. Well, I'll tell you what, man, like every time we do one of these things or we talk about it, like, and then we're out on site, like, man, I am snapping pictures. So I've got thousands of pictures of different things that we went through and, and uh, things we experienced and just like lays out layouts of campsites and stuff like that. And it's, so I, absolutely. I, I can share a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
get that to us. We'll put you on our resources page on the website, okay. um, put all your information on there. So if there are veterans out there or people, um, you know, getting out of the military soon or just recently, they can contact yeah. you. Um, you guys can get together that way. I would love for our military listeners to engage with you. I think what you're doing yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and and th- I, I know there's, you have a few different pieces to it. What's the homeless part about? I know that there is a huge veteran homeless population. What are you guys yeah. doing with that? And how are you combating that per se? So, so Chris, uh, you know, kind of back to that Warren Buffett run from the 20 of your 25, right? Like, um, it's, it's, has always been a dream, right? Like I, it has always been sad to me to see, you know, a group of homeless people standing out there and, you know, some of them that are standing there in military fatigues and, and stuff like that. Like there's a good portion of those folks out there that are military and, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there if they want to be like they make the choice, but there, there should be, like I said, 0.001%. We're not special people. We just did special things, you know, for our country and did great um, things for the country at that. Thank you. Um, and I just, I just think that, that they should have a more active role trying to, trying to, they protected our constitution and our way of life. And, uh, I don't ever want them to think they would have forgot about, right? Um, yeah, uh, they should so, be protected at that point now. Yeah, and you know, the, the thing is too, like there's a lot of great programs out there, Chris. I, I mean, I live here in San Diego now um, and San Diego just dedicated, you know, $160 million to homeless, you know, Southern California did, California did through the LA area and down to San Diego, uh, $160 million. That's a lot of homes for people right yeah that can that, but, that could do some damage yeah but at the end of the day a lot of these people don't want homes they just they want to they want a pair of boots right because they're feet yeah. hurt you know they want to shower uh once a week right and um i actually have volunteered and i'm working with kind of in the in the ideas of practicing what we will do in two years after we get warrior connect up and running um with an amazing nonprofit right here in imperial beach that uh you know, every Tuesday for 10 years, they have gone down to this little spot where all the homeless kind of hang out and uh, they feed them. Uh, they provide clothes for them to go through and and get and, and um, they uh, uh, have now just recently brought in like a shower trailer where, you know, people line up that is awesome. and, uh, and uh, social services comes down there and has a little table set up and it's just a beautiful experience. And that that was my idea with how homeless, how vet homeless connect would be was, hey, man, we, we don't need to have 10 houses sitting waiting to stick people in. How about we go down and talk to these vets and and just ask them what they need, right? Like, maybe they don't need a house right now. Maybe maybe they need an apple. I, you know what I mean? Like a I, pair of socks or a toothbrush, something. Yeah. Give them back a little bit of dignity by treating them with respect instead of, you know, having a giant program that's funneling money to them that they don't even know exists because they don't have a telephone or they don't have internet or they don't even they know don't what's have the going means on. To, to find it. Yeah. How about I? So how about, this. How about I just walk out there and just like talk to people? You know, how beautiful yeah. is that to give? That's give the, the old school way of outreach. Down. It's probably the easiest. And it, it's, 
it's personal too. And I, I think that's kind of the thread behind what we're trying to do is we're trying to be personal. We want to treat people like people and, and not force anything on them, but, but, but just ask them what they need and see if we can give it to them, you know? So I, I have Novel two questions. Know, but... well, well, I have two questions. And one of them may be dumb. So Matt, Matt, he all, he calls himself the everyday dummy and he asks the dumb questions. <laughs> so I'm going to play that part real quick. Please, A minute please. ago, you said that there's all kinds of groups out there that are doing things like this for veterans, homeless, uh, suicide mm -hmm. prevention. What's stopping people from, from going? Because it, it seems like there's a lot that aren't going or not willing to go, or are they afraid to ask for help? What's, what, what do you I, think I, that is? Chris, that's a great question, right? Like, I, I think I think we knew the answer to that. Maybe those nonprofits will be more successful, right? Yeah, no kidding, right? Giving away the herbs and spices on that one. Yeah, uh, there's nothing against that, right? Like, because those, those people are trying to do something. And that's beautiful, man. Like, nobody got this whole life thing figured out. It's a practice. Every day you get another chance to, like, do something, you know? So, um you know, maybe they're learning every single day a better way to do things and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I can't tell you what their business model looks like or how they do their outreach or, or what it's all about. I just, I just know that I feel pretty passionate about like taking that extra step. And if, you know, if I've gathered a bunch of clothes up through people donating it, like I want to be the one out there giving them out, right? Like I want to be the, absolutely. you know, and I, I want to make sure that every single, if, let's just say hypothetically you were a donor, Chris, and, and you gave me money. Like I would want to make sure your money went where I told you it was going to go to. I want to make sure that if you trusted our organization enough to give us money, like I'm going to be out there handing out apples. I'm going to be out there asking, what do you need? I'm going to be out there, you know, because that's beautiful to me. That's fun. That's, that's personal. That's it, the right? joy of it. It's personal. It's what you believe yeah. in. It's your passion. So, I love it. Now, it, you, you say that you, you gather a bunch of clothes and things like that to give out. Is there mm -hmm. a place where, let's say, some of our listeners are in this position, they can contact you for like, hey, I need clothing, or I need a pair of boots. And it, oh, is yeah. there some way yeah. of getting in contact with you for things like this? Absolutely. On either side of it, right? Like if you got something that you want to, you know, you know, well, physical items that you want to give to like homeless like absolutely like flash my email address across the screen i yeah. i will do anything to to help you as a donor um and i'll do anything if somebody's in need right like um you know if you, if yeah, you need something just, just hit us up right like that's that's the whole yeah, idea. Yeah, well, what we'll do is we'll get the editor to put your email and your contact information right right below us somewhere on here. Okay. Uh, for people okay. that are trying to donate and people that might be in need, see if yeah, we can't or, connect or, the listeners with you guys. Or if people that are interested in, in the organization, uh, we're at the halfway point. Um, we've got all of our paperwork done. We're submitting it, and we're not going to turn on the webpage, and we're not going to turn on donations, and. We're not going to do any of that until it actually becomes a legitimate organization and we get our 503 or 5013 Charlie status back from, you know, the IRS, uh, you know, and we become so you a legitimate should be getting that back here soon. Well, I hope so. Uh, 
good. It's the IRS. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit, right? <laughs> like, they, get to choose, they get to choose, right? Like, okay, yeah. I'll trust yeah, them and, do the right thing. And, and then I love that you're still going to do the right thing, even though the IRS is is making it difficult. That's I love that. Yeah. So. And, and one other thing that that caught my attention is you said that some of these groups have like social services that go out out and help people you whether it be sign up for medicare medicaid um, things like that is this something yep. that you're going to implement with your group where there's going to be maybe therapists or counselors or people helping um, them get um, insurance yeah. things like that yeah absolutely like so i i'll kind of give you like a brief overview of what a warrior connect event looks like so we're going to concentrate on having a smaller group of people where it's going to keep it personal like the, the things that we yeah. believe in, smaller, um, tighter, more intimate. Um, we're going to have eight people uh, that get vetted and approved for the program. Um, we're going to have a fully immersive program. So they're going to come for eight days. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be some not, not uh, Boy Scout team building stuff, but we're going to, we're going to spend some time getting to know each other and, and build some trust. And, uh, Every day of the event, we're gonna we're gonna have a special um, uh, type of thing that has worked for us, you know, the the mentors. So it'll be a one to two ratio. It'll be two participants for every one mentor. So we'll have one mentor, or we'll have four mentors for for eight participants. Um, we'll be in a remote location somewhere, um, either in Montana, in Michigan, in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, the Gulf Coast of Florida, and then in Texas, uh, right around, uh, right between San Antonio and um, uh, Austin, uh, okay, yeah. little place that, that that we have there. And um, you know, the idea is that we're gonna follow the the season around, right? Like, I don't want to be in Michigan in the winter, and I sure as heck don't <laughs> want to be in Montana in the winter. I'd much <laughs> rather be in Florida in the winter. I'd like to be in Savannah in the spring. And I'd like to be Texas, uh, you know, like early, early summer before it gets 150. Um, <laughs> <laughs> before it becomes a damn oven. Yeah. So the idea, those, those, those are the five areas that we've picked that um, uh, we have uh, resources in place right now. And, you know, people will fly people in. Um, we'll have that ratio. We'll have support network around there. And then we'll do, maybe we'll do some uh, uh, equine therapy, you know, on day one. Uh, maybe we'll bring in a trauma yoga master and like do some exposures to different tools and mindfulness and wellness and, and give them some ideas to build on, um, a a, a, a mindful practice, like, like a wellness. Absolutely. I love it. The holistic view. Mm -hmm. I love the holistic view of this. Yeah. And then sitting around the fire telling stories and one of our biggest dreams, right? Like it's something that has really, really helped us. So if any of your listeners out there uh, (laughs) have musical talent, right? Like I think one of the most beautiful, holy things of all that, that can transcend beauty and beast is music. Like that's one of the things that the co-founder Tim Farachi and I do all the time. Like we'll hear a song that just resonates with us, that makes us smile and transports us to someplace beautiful and somewhere where you are to each that. other, yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, like, and I'll be, I'll be all honest with you. Like my buddy is from North Carolina. He's uh, he's a captain in the Navy right now. 
he's getting ready to retire. We've been friends since, you know, we first got into the community that we're in now and just like best friends. And we've helped each other out through the darkest times, right? Like, um, but, uh, but we're also thriving on the other side, right? And, uh, and this is a dream of ours. And, and his dream is, <laughs> he is this white dude from North Carolina that grew <laughs> up on the Outer Banks surfing and he is the biggest reggae fan ever. Like he loves reggae and he loves surf reggae. And, uh, you know, and I do too, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I love all music. Um, but his biggest dream is to have the dirty heads, like come out to the fireside and just like jam session with these veterans. Right. And, uh, Man, we've reached out to some people in Nashville and we've reached out to some other people and we've got some interest and they're like, when you get things going and stuff like that, let us know. And, you know, um, but uh, man, like, like just you imagine like having one of the vehicles roll up to the fireside and say, hey, man, I just I just saw this guy downtown. He wanted to come out, play some tunes for you and have Chris Stapleton step out of the 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 vehicle and just play some Tennessee whiskey for these dudes. Can you imagine how important you would feel or the sacrifices or the friends that you've lost or the marriages that have fallen apart when you're on your 10th deployment, right? Like all of a sudden, some of that means something again, right? Because you can watch the news every day and none of it means anything to anybody. Yeah. But to have that type of beautiful amazing experience no fanfare no cameras no nothing like that just just chris stapleton singing the national anthem around the fire with these dudes straight like, fire music with an acoustic guitar and it's a good old voice that sounds that sounds beautiful beautiful doesn't it right like i would love that man like I, i'd love to be able to give that to the guys and who gals, knows? You know? Maybe one of our listeners, any one of our listeners out there, if you have the connection with Chris Sapleton, the Dirty Heads, or, any kind of musician, let, let's anybody, get them man. together. And I think that's a beautiful give back too to the artist, right? Like, because I don't think you make music for money if you're a real artist. It's a I passion. Mean, it's a passion. Yeah, and you and you do it to change people's lives, and you do it to help them and uh, connect and communicate at a level so much higher than the English language. And I think music does that. So, I you know, how, how, how amazing would that be to give some dudes that are struggling not to kill themselves something to hold on to, a life preserver to hold Absolutely. on to in those darkest hours? That'd be pretty special, man. Like, I'd, I'd do it. I couldn't agree with you more. And I would love it if any one of our listeners had some sort of connection that would get you that. Um, yeah, but now like I said, Chris, it's not for me, man. Like I'm not doing anything for me. Well, man. For, for, for your group, for your people, I think it, just the way you explained it, mm-hmm. it it's phenomenal. And it, I think mm-hmm. it would bring a tear to anyone's eyes. I, I think it's great. What you're doing. Mine right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's passionate and it's, it's, it's what you believe in. And, and I have the utmost respect respect for current past and future military my brother's in the military 21 years retired as a captain um i have nothing but respect for you guys especially on deployment being torn away from families so if there is anything that matt and i can do mind split 610 marketing can do to help you further your objective uh, we're all in and uh to our listeners uh at the end of the episode there's going to be 
John Burkhardt's information, excuse me, Lieutenant Commander Burkhardt's please. information, contact please information. <laughs> please just John, it's it's just John. <laughs> it's Okay. So I, we're going to put John's information out there. <laughs> and if there's anything that you guys can help his program with, whether it be donations or if you know veterans in need, or if you have some people in the music industry, let's get you guys in touch so we can further John's mission and, and just blow this up. Cause I th think it's a great thing. And I, I, I think there's nothing but a bright futures for you. I also want to say, I do apologize that I didn't say this earlier, but my condolences for your loss on your friend. That was out of nowhere. I, I apologize for that. I couldn't imagine what you're going through, but hopefully your program can, can save, save some, save some lives that aren't supposed to be ended just yet. And, and, and I'll tell you what, Chris, please, like, to your listeners, um, hey, if you, just, <laughs> if you just want to talk, right, like, if you just have questions or you're interested, uh, get a hold of me, right? Like, that's, that's the personal side of it, right? Like, if you're struggling with something, like, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor, I'm nothing like that. I'm just, just a human being that cares. So if there's anything I can do for you, or if you have questions about what we're trying to do, anytime, please. Absolutely. I will make sure to put all of your information on this episode. You're going to be on our resources page. I'm going to get you in touch with my brother, see if there's anything else that we can help you further your mission. Um, you know, time's flying. We're already about at the past the 30 minute mark. So we're going to go ahead and cut it off here in a bit. But I do want you just to leave the audience with some advice or an ask or just anything you want our listeners to know from the bottom of your heart before we uh, call it quits for the night. I, uh, it's, uh, I'd like to leave them with so much, right? <laughs> like I would like to give so much. Um, but uh, hey, there are a lot of organizations out there and, then, and there's a lot of people that are trying to do some pretty amazing stuff. We're just one of, of many of them. But uh, you know, uh, if you find it uh, in your ability to help or if you need help, um, don't be afraid to reach out, man. We talked at the very beginning about destigmatizing mental health. Like, Absolutely. you know, that, that's not an easy task. You know, um, the military has tried very hard for a long time to, to, to help people get the help that they need uh, without the stigma that comes to it and comes with it. And, um, you know, uh, my friend that I started this with, uh, Tim Faraci, like, uh, he was my boss one time and he's like, uh, John, have you, uh, have you gone and seen the embedded mental health? And, and I was like, no, there's a lot of other people that, that, that have problems. He's like, I can't, can't, you have got to be a leader that does. He's like, go see him. I've been to see him. I've, I've been and seen him multiple times already. And you know? so I went out there and saw him and they're like, and you're the most messed up person we've ever seen. <laughs> like, you should have been in here 15 years ago. <laughs> like, oh, what do I do with that? Right? They got to backfill your appointments now. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that have it worse. And there's a lot of people that have it better. But, uh, man, like, it, if you're taking care of anybody, you got to take care of yourself first. Right? Like, you can't be there for anybody else if you're not whole. Right? Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I know you. everybody... People out there love their families, they love their friends, they love their communities, but man, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not giving everything you can to them. So, so take care of yourself first, and then you can be a better, better human. And, and I guess I'd leave, it, leave you with that. 
that is a phenomenal sign off. I agree with that 100%. Um, you know, mental health is the most, one of the most important aspects of our overall health, yet it is the most overlooked and neglected as well. And people need to know it's not, it's okay not to be okay all the time. And it's okay mm -hmm. to ask for help. And I love your message and I love your mission. And I want to see what 610 and MindSplit can do to help you out. We appreciate you, so you coming on the show. We, uh, we know there's so much more you can go over. So I'm sure we're going to have you on another episode. Once you get your award, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, set you up with another episode. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank Appreciate you, everybody. It. Appreciate it. See you guys next Wednesday. Thank you.